Hey guys, you're listening to the JK Experience, where we help leaders live a life of exceptional impact, influence, and faith. Hey, it's JK back at you with my man, James Rivera. Not just a regular life, an exceptional life. Dude, if you're going to live a life, you better, it might as well be exceptional. Why wouldn't you? Why would you not? Nobody wants to live an average life. I love the, uh, this, uh, the greatest analogy for what average is um, came from a gentleman, Trevor, Maya, Trevor Mohad. Mohan? Mayhan? Something like that. He's an awesome dude. He wrote a great book uh, that I can't think of right now because I'm just thinking <laughs> off the head of my cuss. But I, I will never forget the uh, description of what average is. Average is either the best of the worst or the worst of the best. How about it? Dude, what a great analogy. Yes. Just, just visualize that. You are the best of the worst. Congratulations, right? Yeah. Or you are the worst of the best. I wish Can't I had no hooray, that. right? Yeah, I wish I knew that when I gave my "You Are Not Average" talk. Oh, that would have been fun, dude. I love it. It's just yeah, Trevor Moad, M O W A D. Uh, and uh, I'll think of the title. I can't think of it right now, but it's a phenomenal book and uh, one of the best analogies I've ever heard for what average looks like in in your life. So, oh, that's great. Yeah, man. Thank you for that. Hey, dude, it is a new year. It is. Uh, it's not a new you or me. We're the same people. You know, <laughs> we've got a little more energy right now, uh, which is great. We're a little bit more focused. We've got a little bit more direction. We're a little bit more challenged. We're a little bit busier. We're a little bit everything that you can imagine, right? And we're back in the podcast room, which is so good. It feels so good. Oh, it takes what it takes. That's right. It takes what it takes by. Uh, Trevor Moed, and he's got his new book, which I'm super pumped about. I don't even think it's out, is Getting to Neutral. Uh, this is one of his biggest things uh, when he talks about like, how do you deal with pressure? How do you deal with um, challenges, right? Is you got to get into neutral because when you're like as a car, his example is when you're in first gear, second gear, fourth gear, you can't get into reverse mm-hmm. unless you get into, rever- into, into neutral, right? Yep. You're going to blow the transmission. You're going to blow the motor, yes. right? And it's just a really, once again, a great analogy of what it means to uh, take on even more pressure in your life so that you can create greater success. But you got to get to neutral a lot more uh, so that you can deal with those challenges. So great, really, really great book. Uh, it takes what it takes. One of definitely one of my top 10 books for sure. So, um, so speaking of just great things that are going on, mm-hmm. you know, we've all got goals. We've all, uh, well, we should all go have goals. If you don't have goals, stop this right now. Sit down, <laughs> write out a couple of goals that you're going to have for this year, because we're going to talk about how do you pursue goals in 2022? Um, you know, it's a different environment out there, buddy. Totally. You know, uh, just always challenging. It's, you know, we've, we're into, you know, three years of just complete disruption and chaos and uncertainty and division and you name it, right? Yeah, it's all out there. But we still have life. Yep. And we still got to get up every single day. We still got parental responsibilities. Mm-hmm. We still got business responsibilities. Yep. We still got to make an income, right? We still got to, you know, like we still got to do so many things amongst all this chaos. Yeah. How do we do that? How do we grow? And especially as a, and I'm going to talk specifically on the on the upper end of the the board of leadership, like the the CEO, the president, the COO, the CFO, right? Mm-hmm. Now take that into business, but also realize that this is who you are in your personal life too. Think about this as a father or as a mom, right? Um, when it comes to your family, mm-hmm. maybe look at your health and fitness and think of you as the CEO of your personal fitness and health and vitality, right? And more maybe even your finances. You know, so we, let, let's look at all those areas. And so I want you to, 
I want you to envision what is the area right now that you need the most direction in, the area that you need the most improvement in, that you're trying to strive for greatness in, right? And so as we talk about this, just envision that aspect of your life. Okay. Let's do it. All right. So there's this concept, this idea about um, as a as a successful business owner or person that has created that has created something that you have an obligation to that business. You have an obligation to help create it to become its highest and best. For sure. Right. And I think this is such a great analogy to be using across all five foundations that you have. You have an obligation to help your family become its highest and its best, your children to become its highest, their highest and their best, right? Your health and vitality to become your highest and best when it comes to your physical presence and the health of yourself, right? Uh, When it comes to your finances, you have an obligation, whether you know it or not, whether you believe it or not, to allow your finances to be at its highest and best, right? So why, why, why do we have that obligation? So that we can serve. Mm-hmm. Right, so that we can make impact, so that we can do more with the things that we've been given and the things that we have earned. Right, yeah. like there, there, there's that obligation that we have, and so as you're thinking about those areas, one of the we all know one of the things that we get caught in, like the mousetrap that we get caught in, is this idea of looking down and in in our businesses, in our life, in the things in those areas that are so important. Right, you've got older boys now, mm-hmm. right? Your your and uh, your family is older yes. than my family in particular, mm-hmm. for sure, right? And I'm I just got to imagine, and please share your experience on this: is that were there moments, whether they were months or years, that you found yourself as a dad just looking down and in, without this idea of looking up and out? Right, down and in is when you're just getting pounded by the daily grinding, and I don't like to use this word anymore, but I just <laughs> wanted to give that analogy of sometimes how you feel, of just like, oh my gosh, it's packing the lunches, it's taking them to school, it's taking them to sports, it's, you know, having the conversation about why you don't do this, and then you know, the, and then you know, uh, w- w- do they have a sleepover, and then are they going to buy this thing, are they going to, you know, like you're just making all these decisions, and you're looking down and in on that relationship as to up and out of, I really want my son to know how to do this. I really want my son to grow into this type of a man, right? That's the up and out version, having a vision for where you want to go and constantly looking at the future as opposed to down and in. Uh, it's, it's great that you bring this up because this thought just crossed my mind the other day. I, I, was, I was thinking about the, the young men that, that my boys have, have become, and I was thinking about what would I have done different? Right. And, and I didn't articulate that I was looking down and in, mm. but I did do a lot of that. And, and when you're doing that, when you're having the, those difficult conversations with your kiddos, you don't think about, is this really going to turn them into a respectful yeah. or respectable young man yeah. 10, 15 years from now? You don't think about that. So, right. and it is really easy. And, and, I, and believe it or not, you, you came to mind because, I know some of the struggles you've had recently with your with your boys. Mm-hmm. And I go, and I, I just want to tell you, I want to go, hey, Josh, it's not that big a deal, dude. It's not. Like, I know. <laughs> I need to hear that. Thank you for saying <laughs> I know. I, I, I'm so appreciative that you're saying it because I see how your boys turned out. You've shared with me the challenges that mm-hmm. you um, had with raising them. And then, of yes. course, coming from a divided family. Yes. Right? And all of, the, all of those challenges that were presented to you. 
And you have great, like, I would be thrilled to have young men such as your boys are when my boys are older like that. I mean, I'm like, they're so respectful. Thank you. They're honest. They're hardworking. They have integrity, right? They, I mean, I know they make you proud because you tell me that every day. Right. And so, and they're, you know, they're not perfect. They're making the best decisions that they possibly can, knowing that when they do make mistakes, they own up to it. Mm -hmm. They take complete ownership of it. So you've done a phenomenal job raising those boys. And I just am curious once again, and I love that you are letting us know that's how it was a little bit growing up. Yeah, and it was. I mean, there were some of those things that, I mean, in the moment, looking down and in, I was like, oh, this is the worst. This is horrible. I can't believe, you know, I've got to go talk to your teacher again. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing that. <laughs> I, I know. And and here's the thing, I but I don't mean to I don't mean to trivialize it. And that's why I say, hey yeah. Josh, not that big a deal. Yeah. I, I don't want to say that because it is it is a big deal, but in the grand scheme of things, yeah, those small disciplinary issues that you're dealing with. They're not going to change ultimately who, yeah. what young man that, that your boy becomes. And so I, I did, I thought about that and I go, man, poor Josh, you know, he's got, he's got another six, eight years of this stuff <laughs> and wow. Right. But at the end of the day, you're, I promise you this, you're going to be grateful for those, those struggles and those, sure. those triumphs. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you'll be glad you never gave up on them. Right. Yeah. You're glad you just didn't write them off. Cause I'm going to tell you this. There were a few times when I'm like, you know what? I'll just start over. I'll go get me some new kids and I'll, I'll do start over. Maybe I'll have better luck. But I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I didn't because I'm so, so proud of, of the young men that those that's boys so have good. become. And don't don't think that I don't think for a second, I don't think that's crossed your mind. But but um, it's you're gonna be so proud that you that you had those hard conversations because in the moment, you know, that you've, you talked about them on, on a couple of the podcasts about, you know, the, the conversations about, well, Hey, you know, listen, kid, you're growing into your body and here's some of the changes. Yeah. Those are hard in the moment. Yeah. But now yeah. that you look back on it, you go, wasn't that bad. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's so funny. I'm so glad we, a lot of times on the podcast, we talk about business mm-hmm. and, and I think it's really good for us because I'm sure that so many of our listeners, I, well, we know because we know the demographic of our listeners, uh, you've got children <laughs> and you're going through these battles, right? Yeah. And sometimes you don't feel competent enough to be either making the decisions or you're like, dude, I just failed again, right? Yes. You know, like I am failing as a parent. And you know, when you when you start to feel that way in that area of your life, guess what? It bleeds into these other areas of your life. And so what we want to do is make you as three-dimensional as you can possibly be so that you can lead at the level that you want to lead in all aspects of your life, right? And so I was looking at, and I'm, I'm curious to know if, if you have this outlook as well too, but um, I'm reminded, thank you, Facebook, um, or pictures, right, of my children, you know, three, four, five, six years ago, right, and mm-hmm. just how young they were. And just those stages of me going, man, you're right. It wasn't that big of a deal about they did this and this. And I just, why didn't I enjoy the moment that much more, right? Yeah. And I have recently implemented this idea of our unoffendable, like be unoffendable. I've, I've, I've done this and implemented this into my family at a level that I've never done before. And I talk about this on drive time uh, this last week. I was talking about that where I have now consciously had to, had to, because I really needed, I needed a change of heart in this idea, in in this, uh, this concept of what it really means to be a dad to my children. You know I mean? With full disclosure, I try to do the best I possibly can. Mm -hmm. And man, oh man, there are days that I fail about this. Like, 
I got upset about this or I took, yeah. you know, I kind of had these P- PTSD of like, okay, we're falling into this again. Right. Yeah. Or you haven't listened to me for the third time. And you know, we kind of start getting negative. Right. And I said, you know what? I'm sick and tired of playing defense in my life when it comes to my family. I need to play offense. So what do I need to do to play offense in my family, right? And so I just listed out the things that I constantly felt pressure on or I was getting stressed about. And I said, okay, no more. I'm going to play offense in those. I'm going to tackle those things. And then I have to implement this idea of being unoffendable. No matter how many mistakes they make or no matter how many times they, they ignore me in a sense, I'm not going to allow it to offend me. I'm going to be creative in how I tackle the situation, right? And I was super good until last night. (laughs) (laughs) I was really good all week. And then last night, of course, I started to fail a little bit, but I caught myself because now I'm aware of, okay, wait, no, no, no. I need to be unoffendable. And I started looking at those pictures again. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? I know that I'm going to look back on this moment, two years, three years, four years from now and go, gosh, they were so young even though I don't see them as so young because this is the oldest they've ever been, yeah, right? Yes. Uh, and, but I know I'm going to look back at that moment. I'm going to say, why did you take it so personal? Why did you not just have more enjoyment with that stage, right? And so I'm just curious, do you do that right now at all? Do you see this right here knowing that even though this is the oldest they've ever been, this is also the only time they're going to be that age? Yes. And I got to tell you, it's uh, it, it kind of gets me choked up to think about it because, uh, you know, there's that, there's that old song, uh, the, the, the cats in the cradle and the silver spoon, you, you know, that oh, one, right? Yeah. When you come too home, well. so yeah. mm-hmm. that is the song of my life right now. It's, it's weird because, you know, our, our oldest son, Dawson, he's 23 years old. He'll be four, 24 in a couple months. And man, there was a time we would talk every single day. Right, he would get out of school if he was if he was at his mom's house. I would he would call me and just we would recap from the day, going all the way back to when he was in like grade school and junior high. I would pick him up from school every day. Hey, how was your day? What did you learn? Mm, like it awesome. went from daily to maybe once a week, and now I'll go two three weeks without hearing from him, and it's okay because I I know it's a season in his life. Mm-hmm. He's not leaning on dad so much, and I just go. Wow, like what happened? What's the next, you know, what's the next progression in this? I don't even know what that looks like. Yeah. And then now, like right on the heels of that, 18-year-old son, he's living out on a ranch. He's mostly self-sufficient. You know, like (laughs) he'll call me every once in a while. So dad, I'm trying to cook this dish and I don't know what should I do. Should I brown the hamburger first or should I cook the potatoes first? Right? Like that's the questions I get. And, (laughs) And I relish that because I know at some point He's not going to call me for that anymore. So, yeah, yes, good. savor every single moment yeah. like there may not be another one. Yeah. Because even right now, I look back to just a year ago and I go, gosh, what I wouldn't give to have, you know, to be able to have him show up here at the office mm-hmm. after he gets out of school yeah. and just spend 20 minutes with him. Yeah. Just like he had he had done for yes. so long right there. Yeah. So yeah. 100%. And I'm glad I. Now, here's the thing my boys are, are 18 and 23. And I'm just now realizing that you're way ahead of me, JK. Yeah. Well, once again, it's so great to have wise people in my life, wise men in my life that have that experience. And so I value that friendship that we yeah. have together here. And it's, you know, for you as a listener, that's why it's so important for you to have diversity of people around you, right? So you can pick up on these things that, hey, if, 
if I was at your stage of life, this is what I'd be doing, or this is the thing that I regret that I haven't done, or this is the thing that I know made an impact on the way that I did this, right? That, that's an awesome thing for, for us in all stages because even where I'm at, I can help somebody that's younger than me, right? We're, we're surrounded by younger people uh, throughout our companies, and we hope that we can give them some advice in the sense of things to do, things not to do, right? Yeah. So just going back to this idea of this down and in as opposed to up and out, you can see how this applies to every aspect of those five foundational pieces, right? And so as you're going into 2022, the thing that I would just say is this, is that you need to be looking and analyzing this is like what area of those five foundations that am I living in that I may be just so focused on the down and in, and I'm not truly looking at the up and out. I'm down and in, I'm in the grind of this stuff and I'm making daily decisions and I feel like I'm trying to move forward, but I'm putting out more fires and I'm constantly just being distracted by the emergency as opposed to the, uh, the important things in life, right? And you're not taking that time to sit back and be the visionary and be the CEO in that area of your life. You know, When it comes to your health and vitality, if you're down and in and you're not paying attention, it means that you're probably not really paying attention to what you're eating and what you're putting into your body. You're not paying attention to your exercise. You're not paying attention to maybe how much weight you've gained, right? And the things that you are not doing in order to prevent the, the, the challenges that you soon will be faced with if you continue to go down this road, right? In order to live a healthy lifestyle in order to be fit at any age of your life, you have to be looking up and out. You have to have a vision of what you want to be, uh, what you want to look like. You have to have a vision of what you, how healthy you want to be, right? And so just take it across every one of those foundations. Um, if it's in business, and this is kind of where we typically go to, it was important to start with those other ones. But I would say this in, in business, as you look at 2022, it is so important for you to be looking at your schedule of what is consuming your down and in, right? How many hours a week are you being distracted and pulled into the down and in? And what can you do to do more of the up and out? If you really want to grow the business, if you really want to cast a vision of something even greater, once again, as we said, you as the owner, you as the CEO, you as the president, you as the CFO, you as the CO, whatever that title is that you are holding in any of those areas, you have an obligation, you have a duty to help that business or that area of your life be at its best and highest. And so I just want to challenge you in 2022 to take the intentional time to do that. James and I were able to do that. We were able to sit down. We took a two hour time slot. We, uh, we did flame work, right? Mm -hmm. We haven't, we even, we even lit the flame. Like literally that was not just like a pun. <laughs> like we literally <laughs> an uh, actual flame. <laughs> yes. I've got this little cool concrete fire, pit, uh, pit thing <laughs> that I sit on my desk. Uh, I was able to put a little bit of uh, indoor gas in there as well too. So it wouldn't create the smoke. So the, I, and I was kind of worried. We talked about this, like <laughs> if those stinking, uh, if those stinking sprinklers go off, dude, I'm going to be so pissed. Cause this is going to be really one expensive F up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. It would have been. <laughs> and, uh, but no, you got the indoor, we got the indoor uh, gas, whatever it is that we got. Um, and then we were able to light it. And man, it was awesome. That was just fun. It was cool for the ambiance, but it was just cool to know like, hey, we're in this flame work time and we're going to be devoted to looking up and out 
and not worried about the down and in, which is something that we talk about on a regular basis as it is. Yeah. But how are we going to cast the vision at a greater vision uh, for the company? And what are the things we're going to do to, imp- uh, to, to, to import those things that we need to, right? Freeing up your schedule, creating that space for your time, creating that space for my time, putting other people in charge. What does that look like and how are we going to accomplish it? Yeah. And for me, I think a big part of that was having you articulate exactly what it was that you expected of me in this new vision of, of mm-hmm. the company. Yeah. You know, it's it's easy for you to say, hey, here's the plan I have for the company. Let's do it. But you slowed it down one more step and you went, okay, and here's how I see you furthering this vision. Yeah. And that gave me the roadmap. And I'm like, oh, our, oh okay, that's what we're doing? Yes. And I think a lot of CEOs don't do that. Yeah. And because of that, they just, you know, they expect their their people to see their vision and they don't, and they just don't know how to get there. Right. Well, and listen, I, yeah, thank you for sharing that. But man, I've been at fault for that too. In fact, we were just talking earlier about, I was going back and forth on one of the designs that we have and other things. Oh, and I'm like, yes, yes. I am a crappy communicator. Like, yeah. what am I missing here? And I finally had to draw it out and then it was still wrong. And I'm like, Dude, like, what am I doing wrong in my communication? Well, sometimes you know you also have a receiver in mm-hmm. that you know you, in the communication, and maybe the receiver is just really not paying attention to right. So, sure. uh, but thank you for you know stating that because it is so important. And as a leader, as a communicator, you have to constantly working on that communication, casting that vision for everybody else too, mm-hmm. right? And so, um, if you haven't done it, once again, it's twenty twenty two. It's time to do it because when this year is going to go by faster than you think, and you don't want to be ending up at the end of this year going, man, what was I really focused on? Man, if I would have just taken some time and really cast that vision, we could have done so much more. Yep. You know, don't live in that regret. Don't look in the back and go, they were so young. Why did I not enjoy that moment even more? Do it. Right. All right. Love you guys all. Hey, you know this. This we, we, this is kind of our call to action at the end of every podcast. There's probably somebody, you know somebody that's in your network, in your sphere, that needs to hear this message. And we just ask that you share it. The only way that we grow, the way, only way that we make a greater impact is by pouring into you so that you can pour into other people. And then you, by doing that, you can share these podcasts for them. So share it. Love you all. Have a fantastic rest of your day. And we'll talk to you soon.